Hey sis, welcome to Beyond the Military Podcast, where faith-led military women overcome burnout and create more balance. Just imagine having enough time to focus on your faith, family, and have more fun while still serving as a woman leader. In this podcast, you will walk away with the tools to help you navigate the busy life of a military woman, organize your mind, overcome overwhelm, create a prioritization playbook, and balance blueprint for integrating faith, family, and career. Yeses in that order. Hi, I'm Wendy Ray, woman of God, wife, mama of two, army veteran, and certified life coach. And I'm here to help you create a life of meaning outside of the military, a life of laughter, joy, and intentional free time. If you are ready to overcome burnout and create balance as a faith-led military woman, sis, this podcast is for you. So loosen up your laces and grab your coffee because it's time to step into freedom and peace. Hello, ladies, and welcome to episode number 59. I pray that you are doing well and that everything that you plan for for this year is going well so far. And if it's not, it's completely okay because it's life. There will always be hiccups. There will always be obstacles, challenges, and it's okay. And I think that you know in your heart and in your mind that you are able to not only go through this moment, but really take in and experience everything that's happening around you, even if it's not going as planned. So today's episode, I am really excited about as I am for all the episodes that I plan on talking to you about. And I just pray that you are ready for this one because I just love talking about our mind and just how it works. And that's what today's episode is all about. And if you are the one that you're like, okay, I am so ready to stop feeling exhausted and I am just ready to do everything that I've set myself to do this week, this month, this quarter, this year, then this is something you want to tune into, especially if you're a woman that is currently in the military or currently in a position out of the military that you that it's demanding, that you are constantly having to focus on your career and also um, have a family, have um, kids that are also um, demanding, right? It's the one thing that we all as women try to sometimes balance. But when we don't begin with our minds, when we don't begin with really understanding how our mind works and how we can better um, use it and use it for us instead of against us, I think that that is the biggest change So, um, or, or the biggest shift. But before I get into today's episode, I want to remind you, if you haven't already signed up and registered for Burnout to Balance six-week program. This is a program for women, female veterans, just like yourself, that are feeling burnt out and keeping their head above water with all the demands and responsibilities from work and their personal lives, right? As a mother, as a wife, and they just want to create this balance in their lives. So if this is you and you're just ready to go from being burnt out all the time to creating this balance in your life, I want to invite you to join me on a burnout to balance six week group coaching program where you'll be joining me and other military women like yourself to help you organize your mind, prioritize what truly matters, build intentional boundaries, and just show up with more time, with more presence for God, for your family, and for your personal life without having to sacrifice your growth and your career. 
Yes, in that order. And I promise you that by the end of this program, you'll be able to finally feel better and just walk away with a strategy that will help you and stay consistent. And here is the best part. You will be surrounded by other women just like yourself, not to mention the power of accountability and community, which basically means that you're going to do the work, right? So if this is something that resonates with you and you know that this is something you need, especially at the very beginning of 2022, I want to help you stay focused and just begin creating the boundaries that you know you need to make so that you can continue to be of service on this earth. And I want you to join us. All you have to do is head over to wendyrate.com forward slash B2B. And by the way, the link is also in the show notes. And I also want to emphasize that there are only four slots available for this round. So make sure you head over there right now because we begin next week. All right, ladies, I hope to see you inside. And now let's go right into how to feel less exhausted, right? Because that's what we all want. That's what we all strive for. To include myself, I don't want you to think that I am just this perfect person that never gets tired, that never gets frustrated, that never gets messy because I do. And it's completely okay. The one thing that I want to emphasize here is that the more intentional we can be, the better, right? So that is honestly what I always strive for. I want to be able to be as intentional as I can, especially when it comes to what is most important to me, what I value the most. And I hope that for you as well. And this is why I love talking about this because I think that when we um, can plan ahead and be as intentional as possible, we will be ready and less reactive and more proactive when things come up, right? Because again, life is going to happen. It's just going to happen when we're not ready, right? So um, I'll give you a little example of what happened during the holidays for us. And, you know, I thankfully was, I don't want to say ready, but there was really nothing really in the way that I had to do that really helped me um, be there for my family and just be there for myself as well. So, um, this, over the holidays, typically um, our kids go to our, their grandparents' house because they love spending time with their grandparents, they spend time with their cousins, and they just have a great time. And um, this year again, they did the same thing. And while they were out, so they live two hours away from where we live. So it's not that far of a drive, which is also a great thing to, you know, we're so blessed to have this opportunity to have them so close and just super helpful too, by the way. But while they were out, you know, those weeks that um, they started their winter break, I was completely off of work. Like I literally um, was completely off of my nine to five. I stopped coaching. My last um, coaching client was on the 16th, I believe. And that was it. Like I didn't have anything else planned besides enjoying my family and just also making sure that, you know, these episodes were completely um, in the queue and ready to um, publish at the date that I had pretty much assigned it to. Um, so everything was going as I was, as we planned, right? The kids were having fun. We're here where my husband and I went on um, the trip to Asheville. Everything was just amazing. And I get a phone call or actually a message um, 
from one of my mentees and, you know, everything is going south in her world. So I get on the phone with her and, you know, I'm helping her kind of um, understand what's going on, in, you know, in her mind, how she can better um, really just, you know, use um, the the tools that I've given her about her feelings and, you know, everything that's happening. And I'm doing that I'm on Zoom with her. And I get these messages from my mother-in-law and she's like, hey, I need you to call me. Um, there's something, there's something wrong with, um, your son's eye, you know, and she's just sending me these messages and my son starts FaceTiming me. So thankfully I didn't have my phone like right next to me, like buzzing while I was on the call with her, but I could, um, see it like lighting up and I could see my son's face. And then I see her calling me and there was just a lot going on at that moment. And so I'm talking to her, making sure she's okay. Cause she's in a whole nother country over the holidays. And then, so I speak to, you know, my in-laws after I hang up with um, my mentee and all of a sudden my son's eye is like, he has to go to the ER, right? So I'm like, okay, great. I can drive over there. And the first thing that comes to mind is like, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to take care of this. And I'm just like in my brain, really just taking it one step at a time. Okay. I can go there and then we can come back and then we'll still have time to, you know, go to dinner by ourselves and because they were going to come for New Year's Eve. I mean, not New Year's Eve, I'm sorry, Christmas Eve. Anywho. So now I am, you know, we're trying to fix that at the same time, like simultaneously, my dad calls and he's like, listen, I don't know what's going on with my eyes. I need to schedule an appointment. So now I'm here trying to schedule his appointment. And he, by the way, is in, in Florida. And so I'm doing like a couple of things at the same time, right? I'm trying to enjoy myself because that's what I plan for. But then these hiccups are coming up, right? So within the same week, this was like a Tuesday, Wednesday, the same week. Now, Thursday, my dog, our black German shepherd that we had, she just wasn't eating. She didn't eat breakfast. She didn't eat dinner. So at that time, we're like kind of concerned. We're like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Um, we're Googling and we're like, okay, we'll take her in tomorrow morning if she doesn't eat breakfast, if she doesn't you know, seem like she's doing well because that morning she was actually, or that Thursday day, she was, she wasn't really doing anything out of the, um, usual besides not eating. She looked like she was just tired and, um, she needed just some love. Right. So we were there for her and Friday morning we wake up and my husband tells me that she is no longer breathing and long story short, we lose her and, I'm a complete mess. Like I'm literally crying. Um, like I, I just couldn't hold back my tears and I was just, I'm a very emotional person if you don't know this about me. And I just immediately went to, oh my gosh, my kids. Right. So anywho, all of this, you know, to, to say that because I knew that, you know, I wanted to spend time with my family. I wanted to dedicate this time to my family. I, I think that that was what helped me throughout and really us throughout these moments, right? Because we're, you know, worried about my son's eye because it was, it was pretty bad. Like he had some stuff inside his eye. It was, it was ridiculous. But anywho, I took a moment um, while all of that was happening to sit down. And thankfully, again, my husband is amazing. He, he reminded me, he's like, listen, grandma can take care of it. They're at Fort Bragg. They are completely fine. He is going to take care of that. And then, you know, I'm dealing with my dad and everything else. So, you know, that moment that you have that you're just like 
praying for just some peace and you just want to not worry and feel flustered and all over the place because that's sometimes how I get and I think that sometimes that how we get as moms because we want to take care of everyone else we want to make sure that child is okay husband's okay everything else is okay everything else is happening as it's planned work is fine right that everything is functioning but here's the truth we have no control over that and the only thing we control is our minds right and I think that that's where you know the work comes in that is where we want to be able to not only understand how it's working but also be able to put things in its place right and I think that that's where this comes in we most of the times are constantly grinding in our minds like we're literally thinking about every single detail in our minds and that's really what's causing all the exhaustion right and if you haven't listened to episode number eight where I talk about um, creating mental space and decluttering your mind with three great questions that I give you I want you to pause this episode and go listen to that one first because it's going to help you understand how to organize your thoughts, how to organize things that don't serve you anymore. So I want you to, again, pause this episode, go to that one and then come back to this one because it's also going to help you kind of, you know, really understand this episode as well. And that's, um, that's really what it is, right? We have all these things, all these thoughts that are all over the place, not serving us. And we come to a point where we're feeling exhausted because there's just so much going on and we're not addressing it. We aren't actually focused on, okay, is there something that I probably need to get rid of and not think about anymore? And how does this work, right? So again, if you've been with me and you understand the coaching model, our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings drive our actions, and our actions create our results. It's very simple. I know you're like, okay, Wendy, this is very easy. This is very simple. But the hard part comes when circumstances or anything outside of us doesn't go the way we planned, right? Like we create these big goals. We create these things to plan for the week, these tasks, these things that we need to do. And something happens or someone didn't do what they were supposed to do. And now things fall off, right? Very um, um, similar or not similar, but um, it always happens in the military, right? Like you have to, um, you know, depart or leave or be somewhere at a certain time. And there's always someone that doesn't show up or someone that doesn't have an item or something, you know, the vehicle just wouldn't start, whatever it is. There's just always something that happens. And now how you respond to it is up to you, right? And that's, I think, that where all these actions that we have planned fall apart. And um, not only that, but now you are being reactive. Now you are, you know, possibly taking out your your anger on the wrong people, right? So I want to go over how we organize our actions because I know that most of us, um, is the first thing that we look at, right? Like we look at our lives and then we're like, okay, what do we need to do? We go into like doing mode, right? So I'm going to work backwards. I'm going to go, I'm going to work my way up the model. So I'm going to start with actions and go into feelings and then our minds, I mean, our thoughts. So the number one thing you need to do to feel less exhausted is organize your mind. It's that simple. You need to organize your mind, but we're going to start right now with the actions and work our way up. 
So the reason I want to start with actions first, because this is where most of you lose, pretty much just lose it, right? You're like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. I am, I am so busy. You know, we go into this like busy mentality because your actions aren't organized. You then now reactivate every single thing there is to do, right? You're like, oh, by the way, I have to do this tomorrow. And oh, I didn't get this done Tuesday. So now I have to do this on Friday. And you're just running around trying to get everything done without having a plan, without having any deliberate thought. So I want you to start thinking about the actions that you have to do in two ways. And that is by fueling or being fueled. Your actions are being fueled by either a positive emotion or a negative emotion. So, so many of us are, um, our reactions and inactions are coming from our unconscious negative emotion. We just aren't conscious of it. We're not like, oh yeah, right now I'm feeling very frustrated while it's happening. Like you don't think that it's just happening because of all the things that you've compounded in your mind, all the thoughts that you're having that's creating the, um, frustration or the anger. And this exhausts everyone. How do I know this? Because I was that same person. I had so many things to do and I was quote unquote busy all the time. But the reason for it is because I had unorganized actions, right? We don't sit down and plan the things that we need to do as we are supposed to. So I want to give you um, just kind of a tip here as well to write down everything you need to do. It's tedious. Yes, it's going to be tedious. But I promise you that when you do this at the very beginning, like the first week of the year, right? Like the first day of the week, it's going to serve you in the long run. I promise you, you're going to get things done without having to think about it more than once because it's already written down on your calendar and just ready for you to get done. So now remembering that we're working our way up. So now how do we are, how do we become aware of organizing our feelings, right? Like organizing what we're thinking, what we're feeling. And I just want you to think about it in a very simple way. Again, if you've um, been listening to me, you will know that there's a positive and there are negative emotions. I mean, I think we all know this, but we sometimes still trying to fight reality and try to understand of like, there are so many emotions and they we're all supposed to, you know, feel great and positive and all these other things that we are fed um, here on earth, right? Like we're supposed to be happy all the time and feel better. Um, as much as possible, but that's not the truth. Our lives, our experiences are always going to be 50, 50 because remember, like it literally just happened to me and it's, I know it's going to happen again. Like there's nothing that is ever perfect or is set to be without any error. Right? So when you don't, um, understand this and you don't, um, remind yourself that, listen, there's supposed to be a negative emotion coming up soon. And I don't mean it like, you know, devastating or, you know, uh, uh, an event that has to be detrimental to you, right? It could be as simply as driving to work. I mean, traffic, of course, there's going to be traffic. And of course, you're going to be frustrated about it because that's just the way we respond to things, right? So understanding that you don't have to judge your emotion. You simply 
just take note, observe it, and then you organize it, right? You don't have to get upset um, for every little thing that is happening in that moment, right? But when you are aware of it now, that anger changes a little because now you're like, hmm, am I going to take control over this feeling, negative feeling, or am I going to allow it to take over me as a human, right? So now you're more aware. And I want you to think about it kind of like as dishes, right? Like I am not the one that enjoys washing dishes. Actually, one of my best friends, she literally just told me that she just loves washing dishes. Like it's her thing. And I'm like, I wish I could say the same thing or like laundry, right? So you can think about it either the dishes or the laundry. I think they're both like um, pretty up there when it comes to like the things that I do not like to do. (laughs) And I know, don't judge me, just love me. Um, So... Imagine that um, every time your dishes were dirty, you were like extremely angry. You're like just completely pissed off and, um, you know, knowing that you just had dinner and you had this fabulous meal, right? You're not going to get super upset. You're just going to think that the dishes need to be clean, right? And when we can think about that in our lives as well, right? When things are happening, we don't get... um, you know, surprised that, you know, the dishes are dirty because we just had dinner, right? And same thing with going to work, trying to work. We can't be surprised or like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe there's so much traffic today. I mean, that was my life every day um, at Fort Bragg. Like there was just so much traffic coming home and I'm like, oh my gosh, why? I need to go pick up my daughter. They close at 6.30, yada, yada, yada. So again, if, think about it this way. If you continue to just leave your dishes in the sink every single day after you make dinner, after a moment, yes, they're going to become a problem, right? Because you're either ignoring them or you're avoiding them. And that's for me, I think, is the avoiding. Um, And by the way, we don't let our dishes pile up like that because thankfully, again, we're so grateful and blessed to have a dishwasher. And that's exactly what I do. I load them in the dishwasher. But just imagine not having a dishwasher, not having um, a, a washer and dryer, and you're just literally just avoiding the dishes, avoiding the laundry, and ignoring them. You're like, nope, they're not there. Um, I still have a couple more dishes, and I'm just going to continue about my life. But they're there, right? Like, you can smell it. And it's it's a nasty smell because of all the food and the onions and garlic that you've cooked. So it gets pretty nasty, right? And that's exactly what we do with our negative emotions. Like we try to avoid them. We're like, no, we're not feeling frustrated. No, we're not overwhelmed. No, we're not exhausted. We don't feel tired. And we're just going to try to avoid them or um, (laughs) just simply ignore them, right? We're like, no, this is not happening. We're not going to do that. But yes, you have to acknowledge. You have to acknowledge in some way that the negative emotions are going to happen and that they're there. So I want you to see that you feel great overall about having this half negative experience and the other half having it as an amazing experience, right? Because that's how that's how it is. That's how our lives are. That's how it is at work. That's how it is at home, right? That's how it is anywhere you go, even the spa. Trust me, I've seen women like argue with one another because, you know, her nails weren't done the way they needed to be. Right. And I'm like, I'm at the spa. Can we just 
be at peace and, you know, just love the way our facials came out. But again, 50-50, that's what I want you to remember about our emotions. And when you become aware of what you're feeling and you are able to um, organize your emotions and really understand that, listen, okay, this is what I'm feeling now. What's happening right now? Okay. What am I thinking? This is what's happening. It's completely okay. You don't have to change it. You do not have to change how you feel because you think that you shouldn't be feeling a negative emotion. So pay close attention and organize and clean up, clean up the feelings that are happening, right? And by cleaning up, I mean actually face them. That's what I mean by cleaning up, not avoiding them or ignoring them, which now leads me into organizing our our mind, right? So if this is something that you're like, okay, Wendy, how do I do this? Very simple. Write everything down. It's very, very simple. Text it on your notes, write it down. Um, I don't really recommend doing the voice note because um, you aren't able to see it with like words. I want you to see it with words and kind of see what's really happening, especially the main things, right? Like really looking at what is true and what is it, right? I like to call it like filtering it. You know, what you're, is what you're thinking true about you or about whatever it is? Or is this just an opinion that you have? And if it is true, then you put it to the side. You're like, okay, this is a fact. There's nothing I can do about it because it's a fact. But now what am I going to think about this? That's what I want you to do. So this is how you begin organizing your mind. And with that, most importantly, organizing how you're feeling in the things that you are doing, right? The actions that you are taking. And how is this going to help you? It's going to help you become less exhausted every single day and every single time that you do this exercise. I promise you, like the more aware you can be, the better off you're going to be as well. And the more possibilities of you showing up as a person that you know that you are, that you are meant to be, and the leader that you are, the the woman of God, the the wife, the mother, the the um, leader in the military or at work, wherever you are. So I hope that this resonated with you and I pray that you do this exercise and you also share this with others around you because it's so important to not only do this, but also share this with others, especially your kids. It doesn't matter if they're teenagers or if they're five. I promise you, they will get it. And again, my kids are the first ones to call me out on things that I tell them. So sometimes they're like, okay, mom, you're yelling at me. How are you feeling? <laughs> it's it's so funny, but I love it because one, it shows me that they're paying attention. And two, they honestly are helping me. They're like, okay, mom, like, listen, I, I don't think you notice that you're actually raising your voice, but you are. So I hope that you do this today and you take a moment to also share it. All right, ladies. Well, that's all that I have for you today. I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your week. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, lady, if this podcast helped you, challenged you, or inspired you in some way, please leave me a written review for the show on Apple Podcasts and share it with another military sister. Helping you integrate balance, prioritization, and growth in your relationship with God is my ultimate calling. I'm so blessed that you are here. And please join us in the Faith-Led Military Women community on Facebook at bit.ly forward slash beyond the military GRP. Hope to see you there and I'll meet you back here next week. Bye.